Welcome back to another episode of an Extra Dose podcast. Hopefully you guys are not new listeners. I mean, we're glad to have you, but <laughs> hopefully you're no. not new to us. <laughs> no, but hopefully, hopefully I'm no one listening to no. us. Hopefully you've listened to other episodes and you're like a returning listener. We would love to have you guys. So I apologize. I just started hearing the lawnmower in the background. It's like, I feel like they know when we're going to record a podcast. It was silent this entire they time. They literally, yeah. They literally love, as soon as we start talking, the lawnmower goes. And I think this is the day that all the houses get mowed, all the lawns get mowed. I feel like it happens every podcast, too. Well, maybe you guys didn't notice, but I'm just going to go with that. But this time, I think it's very obvious, so I'm just going to put it out. If you hear the humming, hopefully, just, hopefully they stop soon. I'm just going to put it out there. That's what the noise is. Okay. But in other words, in other news, our speakers pick up really good noise. So, yeah. <laughs> our uh, microphones. And our speakers. Yeah, whatever. Microphones. You know, close enough. Same family. Okay. So, we, in last week's episode, we talked about um, some kitchen-related stuff, meal planning, meal prepping. So, I kind of wanted to continue with that. To start off the episode, we're going to be sharing some cooking hacks you can use in your kitchen. Obviously, where else would you use them? <laughs> but... Um, I know some of us don't really love to cook, but I'm all about saving time wherever I can. And a lot of these, when I was doing some research, I, I mean, I, I've heard of some of them, but some of them I was like, wow, I didn't even think about that. That's like so smart. I'm kind of, I'm trying some of these out, by the way. Okay. So we'll keep you guys posted on, you know, like those Pinterest versus like Pinterest fails, you know, like they make them look so easy and then you try them and you're like, whoa, mine like, that like, didn't really look like mine that. looks like crap, but okay. No, these are pretty simple. So the first one is we're not really egg eaters anymore, but if we were for a long time, so what you can, what they suggest is, it sounds kind of gross, but you can microwave eggs in the microwave. Duh. You can microwave <laughs> You know what I mean. You can microwave them in the microwave to cook. To, I've done that before. To cook them. And the example they're giving is you just kind of fill up a mug with eggs and like some peppers or whatever you want to add in to like your scrambled eggs or whatever. I've done it like in a time crunch, but it's not the same. It's kind of gross. But another tip that I like speaking of eggs is to put them. We used to do this all the time and we talked about this in our other episode get a muffin tin out or like a big glass baking dish and pour your egg mixture in there with like whatever you want to add into your eggs like veggies or if you do cheese or meat you can add that in and you just pop that in the oven and you bake it all together and then you have a portion for like all week so love that if you do the egg muffin route it's all divided so everyone gets their own little muffin no one's touching everything because i'm all about the germs so I mean, I'm not all about them. I'm against the germs, but <laughs> you don't mean to like. I'm all, the I'm all about them. dividing stuff and having everyone have their own thing to touch. Okay, another tip to do similar with the eggs is that if you guys have seen those, like it's called an egg slicer. It has like it's like a round type of thing, and it has like little metal like stripes against it, and you just slice through stuff. So they're saying you can use that for eggs, but also to cut portions, even portions of fruits and vegetables. We actually used it. I remember we had when we would cut strawberries with it when we had our waffles, mm-hmm. our double dose bakery waffles, and we would do like the advertising promo. Uh, we would take pictures for it. I use that to make perfectly cut strawberries. Fun little fact. So, <laughs> um, but back in those days, there wasn't like we our iPhone was like crappy. The camera. I don't even know how we took all the pictures on the iPhone. Yeah, our pictures on our boxes were on our iPhone. I don't know how because we had a nice camera. I would camera. be like horrified not like that's just blurry. When we took the actual waffle pictures, we took them on the camera. But yeah, that's right. Okay, another tip that 
we you guys have probably maybe heard of thanks to Pinterest is you can get a leftover like a uh, ice cube tray that you have even used right now and then you can just put leftover chicken broth vegetable broth wine if you're using it for cooking so that way you can just portion out each little um you can pop up a little cube and that's like I think it's like they say that's like an ounce of it or something like that and that way you can just get yeah, one ounce portions that way you can just pop it in for anything that you're making whether it's like a soup or um, a little side dish or whatever you need that way you don't have to dump like a waste a whole container because we usually just freezers in a whole um whole glass Tupperware but I feel like that's like too much I know things. and then I'm like I need to find ways to use the rest yeah. of it another thing you can do that with is coffee if you have leftover coffee you can put that in there and I like to do that well I don't drink a ton of coffee anymore but when I did I would do that to make iced coffee you can just pop it in you can pop out the cubes and then that way when you make your iced coffee it doesn't get watered down the coffee cubes are already coffee so it just doesn't water down you can also use it if you're like have a really hot drink hot coffee you can use it to cool it down yeah, and I've done that before with, like, tahini and, like, you can do the same thing, like, freeze pasta sauces and doing stuff like that, too. So not just, like, coffee. Yeah. Another thing is you guys have – everyone, like, remembers us from back in the day, like, seven or eight years ago. We would always post our mug, M-U-G, like a mug and drink. Not mud. Yeah, mug. Like a mug, like a mug that you drink out of, cake. So those were, like – we started doing this. I mean, we still have them every night, but that's just a fun little <laughs> fact. But – we and every time I shared in stories, you guys want to know the recipe, and it's not very good. The one I make is like so gross. <laughs> it's gross, but we no. Still I eat mean, it. I'm like used to it's chocolate, but it's like the very minimal ingredients, and it's kind of like eh, it's okay. But they have some really good recipes on Pinterest if you search it. And then um, this one that time, so the one I'm talking about, mug cake. So basically, what it is is you mix up like a one portion of cake essentially in a mug. You mix up like the flour. Sometimes there's an egg, a milk, or whatever you use, and then you just dump, you put that in the mug, you mix it up, and then you microwave it, or you can put it in the oven if you want, and then out comes like this one, por like a single portion of a cake, and you could ice, ice cream or whatever you want to add to it. Honestly, I make mine pretty boring, but there's some really good recipes online, and it's You're making like, me hungry. If you want something, <laughs> if you want something like single portion, that's like a way to go, because... Sometimes I'm really craving something sweet. And I'm like, I don't want to go get a whole cake somewhere or make a whole cake. You don't want to eat a whole cake from the grocery store? I, you know what, though? They have those half portion cakes at the grocery store, and I wouldn't be mad about eating those. <laughs> so, okay. Another thing is I use we use ginger a lot when we're cooking. I mean, not we're cooking. We, I put it in my tea. Yeah, you can use it in cooking, too, but it's so good for you. It's really, You can juice it, yeah, too. Yeah, you can juice it, but this is... If you guys have ever tried to peel a thing of ginger, it is really hard to do because they have all those edges. So this tip is saying I'm going to try it out. You can use this metal spoon to kind of shave um, the sides of it where it's hard to get to get like the edges. Like with a knife or a peeler, it's kind of hard. I feel like I'm going to cut myself. So they're saying because it's hard, it's an oddly shaped root, you can just get the thin – you can scrape off the metal spoon very and to get off the pieces very thinly. So they're saying like down the sides and around the rounded edge, you can flake the skin away. I don't know if it really works or not, but I'll keep you guys posted on that. If you're baking something, this is another tip too, because a lot of us, were, I know when I'm baking, I like to get everything ready and it just makes it easier. So if your recipe has a lot of tiny little ingredients in it, like let's say you're making a cake and it has like, um, I don't know, like flax and then it has like. Uh, I don't know, chocolate chips and like nuts or something, you have to measure all those out and set them aside somewhere. So this is saying if you're making a recipe, you can use like a muffin tin and just each little uh, 
container or like a little cavity is to store everything that's going inside the recipe so that way you have it all ready to go. I mean, you can also put it in little containers, but this is like all in one place. Um, another thing is, this is not really like a kitchen hack, but it really tastes good and we used to use it all the time. So if you have a banana, even if you have a frozen one, you can chop it up like into thick slices and you can just put it in the oven for three at 300 degrees or you can put it on a cooking pan with like some coconut oil and cinnamon and you can make like broiled like roasted bananas and they're so good. So good. Top, so like you can add them on pancakes, You can waffles, eat them by themselves even oatmeal. and they taste like bananas flossed. Yeah, so good. Guys, they're so good. Without all the calories. Yeah. Um, this is something I've done before, speaking of bananas. If you want to extend their life with them, you just have to wrap the stems up and it'll keep them from going, from browning too much, I think. Yeah, and getting bruised. Yeah, and then if you want to, on the opposite side, if you want to make something ripen quicker, you just put it in a brown paper bag and it'll, uh, it's something with the gas and it helps them to ripen quicker. But I haven't done that in a while. I know I feel like I've tried it and it didn't work that well. But maybe I don't know. I think I had an avocado that I really wanted to ripen really quickly, and it just didn't. Maybe it didn't do it in enough time for me. But I think it, I know it works. But um, this is something Sam and I were talking about. I love hot food, and I like. I know this is terrible, but I microwave my food like confession too many times. Confession. <laughs> um, I like. I know it's terrible for you, but I microwave my food way too much. Like I like it like steaming. And I think it's – I know when this started because I wasn't always like this. Like, if it was somewhat warm, it was okay. And then I started working at my corporate job like seven years ago. And I wanted – we would – I'd bring all my Tupperwares to work with me. Like, we were talking about our meal prep days, so – in another episode. And so I think it would microwave so – like, i do it for so long. It would be, like, piping hot. And I got used to eating it like that, I think, ever since then. Yeah. So – they're suggesting that you warm your plates up to keep the food warm. I have never – I know they did that at restaurants, but I've never done that personally, but I think it would definitely help. I need to get – I told yeah. her. I was like, I should have gotten her like a plate warmer. I love hot – I mean, I like my food's hot. I don't know what it is. And then on the other side of that, cold drinks, there's obviously saying if you keep your cups, if you're going to serve a cold drink, keep it in the freezer for a little bit to keep it cold, and then that way the drink will stay cooler longer. Another thing is to preheat your pans. I never do this, but I, I know a lot of restaurants do this. Um, to preheat it so it gets the veggies or whatever, you're, or the meat that you're cooking gets crisper faster, um, and you can sear it better. Another thing, I never knew this about potatoes. So if you're making potatoes and you want to be able to peel them, the best and the fastest way to do that is you just put everything in boiling water, the potatoes, and then you once they cook, you put them into ice water and then once they're cool you can peel them off really quickly kind of like eggs i think yeah hard-boiled eggs the same idea they say the peel comes off quicker obviously you can just like peel them but i like sam and i are so weird we like we have like the weirdest eating habits sometimes <laughs> but i love like i I hate wasting food so like my mom when she were in her house she will like peel potatoes like to roast them or whatever and I'm like keep all the peels for me because I put them back I wash them obviously and I put them back in the oven with like seasoning and I, I think they're so good it's they like eating potato skins they get crispy <laughs> and they're so good yeah like healthy version but they're, they're, they're they have really good vitamins in them so yeah um, for garlic, this is saying a different thing, but what we do with garlic, we have a garlic clove and you want to be able to peel it quicker. You just microwave that bulb. We need to peel off a little bit of the, of the skin. Oh, okay. The peel is a little you bit. put it in there for like 10 or 15 seconds and it allows you to peel it a lot quicker. Because they're hot they're and also it saying off. you can shake them in a mason jar to slip the skins off. We haven't tried that one, but it sounds kind of interesting. 
Okay, pomegranate seeds, if you've ever eaten those, this is how our mom does them too. If you put them in a bowl of water, it's a lot easier to... You have to cut them open first. Yeah, so. it's a lot easier. Don't put a whole pomegranate Yeah, it's a lot easier to, um, to do that. And then I've heard of this one too. I've done it before. Yeah, if you have a taco, I mean a tortilla, you can make a taco shell by just hanging it um, over the wires, over the, the wires in the oven, the and oven it gets rack. like a little taco shell. You can also make a burrito bowl with a muffin tin. If you stick the tortilla or the little mini taco shell in the muffin tin on the other side, you can make a little taco bowl shell. And then, um, oh yeah, this is another thing I've heard of too. I actually did this one time. I took a class, a cooking class at Sir Latab, and we did this trick. So you get two lids two clear lids or whatever lid you want to use and you put tomatoes like the grape tomatoes or actual grapes and you can just you stack them the lids you put the tomatoes and the grapes in the sandwich and you put the lids on the outside like a sandwich and then you cut you stick the knife um halfway halfway through and it cuts everything in half very quickly i was kind of scared at first but it works and it saves a lot of time um you reheating a pizza. Oh, I never thought about doing yeah. that. If you have a uh, a skillet and you want to reheat a pizza, you can or a slice. You can put it in one of those skillets in the oven, and it. We. I honestly just put. I put mine back in the oven. Yeah. Like when I get um, this delivery that I like that has the plant based pizza I can eat. If by the time I like I said with the hot food it gets home, it's already cold to me. So I always put it back in the oven to get it. You don't want to microwave it because it'll get soggy. Yeah, and then if you have brown sugar that you're using, you can add a marshmallow oh. to prevent it from getting stuck together. I didn't know that. Or you or you can heat it up for 20 seconds to And it gets fluffy yeah. again. Um if your apples are getting brown, you can I thought you could just put lemon juice on we it. We put lemon juice on it just yeah. a little bit and it makes them not turn brown. But they're saying if you cut them and you put them like back together, it, they won't turn as brown. Or if you put them oh yeah. And you can hold it in place with a rubber band or plastic wrap. And it hmm. helps from the oxidation. Um and then with waffle irons, we used to be waffle queens. You can make a lot of different stuff in there, like hash browns, sandwiches, like a, you can almost use like a panini maker. Um I talked about this in their other episode for smoothie packs. You can make pre-make all your smoothie ingredients inside of a little bag and put it in the freezer. That way you just pop it in the freezer when you're ready. Make they're saying you can roast a chicken in a bunt pan. Like a B-U-N-T-D-T pan, like a cake pan. I don't know about that. I don't know how that's gonna work, but okay. Oh I, yeah, this is a there's one more I want to finish off with. You can cut so you're making a doing a greens like a salad greens or and you want to have it more chopped up or if you're doing like herbs and you want it more like chopped you can use a pizza slicer we used to have like a cut like a salad cutter but this is like you're not you don't want maybe you don't want to buy a separate tool so you can just use the pizza cutter you have at home and it works really well yeah i need to start doing that i forgot about that okay so those are some kitchen hacks hopefully that was helpful for you guys I wanted to share again, speaking of hacks, and the next topic actually Sam's going to be talking about is what I'm leading to. I know the holidays can be kind of tricky, um, just especially if you'd like to eat healthier. I think it's a time, no, there's no shame in eating unhealthy foods, but we had a request to share how we stay plant-based during the holidays and how it's kind of hard, and we're going to be sharing some ideas that you guys can cook and suggest as well, but I know it can be a stressful time in general, the holidays, especially this year, 2020 has been a year in itself. But 
Um, I know that that can be stressful if you're like vegan or you're plant-based or if you eat any kind of way. It can be kind of overwhelming with what you're going to eat, how you're going to tell people you don't eat that way. So Stan's going to share some tips. But one of my tips that I just use for anxiety in general and just because this year has been crazy and I feel like I need it more and more, um, just some days I feel like I need it more than others, that is the Equilibria Daily Drops that we use CBD. We did a whole episode on this probably almost a year ago. So you guys can definitely go listen to that. I'll link it in the show notes for you guys. But we take it mainly for anxiety and sleep. I have shared about that in previous episodes, but I swear by it. It really makes a difference. I take it. I take. Well, we take the daily drops, which are essentially the CBD oil. And we take those morning and night. And sometimes I'll take them throughout the day if I need it. Um, I'm feeling more anxiety or just feeling extra stressed, which we all are. But I definitely recommend checking them out if you're someone that struggles with sleep or anxiety. I know this time, like I said, it's crazy. They have tons of um, sets on their website. Like they have the Brilliance boxes and some other ones that they have that are great. They have the, that they have the the drops. They come with the capsules. They have the cream, and those come in a kit, or you can get different ones individually. We personally take the drops the most. Um, I love the Rollerball as well. It just really helps. It has a blend of peppermint oil and lavender essential oil, as well as the CBD. So it really um, you can apply it to your temples, and I feel like I really feel a big difference when I have like a headache or I'm just feeling kind of stressed. I like to apply it to my forehead area. Um, but I think they make great gift sets. They have gift sets on their website. You can even try them out for yourselves. We personally do the subscription just because I know they always come to me every month. I don't have to worry about reordering, and you save the most with that. So I will sh- I will mention a code for you guys. So you can go to myeq.com and you can use code A double dose for fifteen percent off. And like I said, the subscription you'll save more on top of that. So definitely we're checking out our favorite drops are the mint ones and then their holiday edition drops. Just an FYI. And thank you to Equilibria for sponsoring this episode. Okay, so now we're gonna jump in. Now that we talked about how to handle to handle your stress, now you can figure out how to handle different diets or maybe you're specifically plant-based like us for the holidays. So I know I've been through it many times and it gets a little bit, it's already a little stressful every day, just kind of trying to manage how you're going to figure out social gatherings or just figuring out the changes as it is. But then add in the fact that there's holidays, maybe not so many holiday parties this year, but you might be traveling to go visit friends and family maybe. So you might be in a situation where you're kind of feeling out of it and you don't know what to do. So some tips I have are, first off, you can always, well, first, number one, don't stress out about it. It's only a couple times out of the year. And worst comes to worst, if you can't, for some reason, you can't be 100% on what you normally are, you just got to let it go and tell yourself it's only one meal or a couple meals out of the year and it, you're going to be fine. Even if it's something that doesn't agree with you, which for me is dairy and gluten specifically, it upsets my stomach, but Um, I try to avoid it at all costs, but if for some reason I ate something that was in there or I just was really hungry and there was nothing else, I would eat it and it would be fine. If the worst comes to worst, you're a little bit more inflamed in your body for one meal and you're just a little bit, your stomach's a little upset. Nothing's going to happen, you know, if it happens a couple times, but if you are able to control it, I would, my first tip would be definitely recommend if you're going somewhere for the holidays, like to a house, I would find if I would kind of in a nice way before you go to this event or party, 
if you know the host that's um, that you're going to be going to or hostess, you can always just kind of ask in a nice way, say um, that you're plant based or whatever it is. And I, you know, I don't eat and it, it, it causes me to have to avoid a lot of things. So will there be options there? And again, I always ask in a very, it's always the way you say it, ask in a very nice way. And if they say no, you don't need to say like, oh, well, that's unhealthy or whatever. You just say, okay, would you mind if I bring something and other people can have some of it? So you're kind of kind of killing two birds with one stone. You're being a really great guest. You're offering to bring something. And it's also obviously something you can enjoy. And you can even say a lot of people are going more plant-based. People might enjoy it. I'm, I highly doubt they're going to say no. So you can always try that and then obviously you'll have something to eat that you want to actually eat. Of course, you want to make sure that you don't bring something that's like really boring that no one's going to want. And I'm speaking for, for myself because I eat really boring, but you can go look up. There's tons of plant-based recipes. I feel like everyone's going that direction. So we'll share a few recipes actually that you could even try to make, but later in the episode, but you can always just try to bring something like that. That's my number one tip. If you can't do that and it's like a really formal event and you can't bring something, my next tip would be to eat a lot before you go to the party because so that you're not tempted to eat a bunch of stuff that you might be upset, your stomach might be upset by. But again, worst comes to worst, you can always eat it. But yeah, I would, I always snack before I'm going somewhere because especially if I know I'm going like some kind of party or event that I know I'm not going to be able to eat a lot at and it's never wrong to be prepared in case Best case scenario, there's a lot for you to eat and you just eat more. But if you can't, obviously you'll be prepared. So eat a lot of stuff. Um, I wouldn't even say a light snack. I would say like eat a meal before you go so that you're not like hangry at the event. That's always sucks. And like I said about stressing out, I think that these holidays, everything so much has happened in this world. The last thing you want to do is isolate yourself more. I would not recommend not going and not doing those things. I mean, if it's maybe a small gathering that you're like kind of on the fence about going and you don't really care if you don't go, you're just trying to be nice. I mean, if it's really not worth it to you to try to make the effort, then I guess you could say you can use your diet as an excuse. But I wouldn't say I'm all for going to these events and you never know. I'm sure you'll never regret going. I mean, you'll always have a good time. You always have, you know, something fun to do. So I wouldn't, especially around the holidays, I wouldn't say no, I wouldn't skip it. Um, But if you are um, with your family and it's not really like a social gathering, you're just like going with your family. I don't think it's ever wrong. Don't push your opinion on people because everyone has their own choice. But there's always, there's so many ways, like I was saying, to make a recipe plant-based. There's a lot of swaps you can do, um, which we'll talk about. But it's just um, a great time to get everyone in the healthier spirit with the new year coming. So you can make, like we sub a lot of stuff like applesauce in for recipes, whether you're plant-based or not, um, instead of like butter and stuff like that. And you can do like flax eggs instead of eggs. There's a lot of ways to make things without like high sugar, high fat things. So definitely I would think this is a good time to look that up. And like I said before, if you get off track for whatever reason, don't harp on it. Just let it go. Stress of it, it's going to make it 10 times worse. And I'm speaking for experience. So just have fun, enjoy the holidays. And yeah, my number one tip is just offer to bring something and that way you can make it something you want to eat. Okay. So for some ideas that we are probably going to be making in our holidays. So we always start with a salad. I feel like doing, you can do any kind of green salad unless you don't maybe you don't like greens, but I would say we you could do one that's more holiday themed, like include like some cranberries. I would not suggest the dried ones unless you can get ones that don't have extra sugar in them. But they make them. It's just yeah, you to can find. find them. I think at Trader Joe's. But 
You could do those with like butternut squash or sweet potato in a salad. It's always like, I know True Foods has one that's like a seasonal ingredient one that's really good. You could do like roasted cauliflower and broccoli in it. That's always really good with like a dressing. Um, other than that, just a basic green salad. I know our mom made one over for running the Jewish holidays. That was a red cabbage salad that had like apples in it and um, like cranberries. cranberries and it had like nuts in it. And then the dressing was this tahini dressing. That so, was so good. good. Okay, so obviously a salad, and then um, I know that our mom made, for one of the holidays, that same holiday, she made this Moroccan-style vegetable couscous, and she used quinoa instead of the couscous because we're gluten-free, but it was so good. It had really good flavor, and it's a veggie with a grain, so like anyone will love it. Um, Additionally to that, I think seasonal stuff is always good, like a, a stuffed acorn squash. You can stuff it with rice or quinoa, or like that forbidden rice is really good too. Um... I think always like making some kind of roasted vegetable like Brussels sprouts, um, broccoli, broccolini, cauliflower. Those are like always like a favorite with everybody. Um, And if you are, I know some people are meat eaters, but all those, I know we always do like roasted potatoes. Um, My mom does sweet potato and regular. And then um, I think those, I mean, if you eat, don't eat meat or you eat meat, you will always, people always love those. And um, those could be a sides for people. You can make a meat entree and then um, you could have all the sides and then the plant-based people could eat all the sides. And then the people who want sides with their protein can do that as well. Yeah. And um, trying to think what else we do. She made, yeah, she made like a lot of roasted veggie sides. Roasted carrots. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else. But the time that she did the couscous, the vegetable couscous, she did two different types of salads. She did veggies. And then she did make two different types of chicken for the people that we were having over. And people love those too. But I know that something, if you guys, if your family does pasta a lot, they are, there's the lentil pasta and the chickpea pastas that we use. And you can even so make um, pasta salad out of those too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So those are some options. Dessert-wise, we made the best apple pie ever. So good. It's from, from Medical Medium. I'll share the recipe Dutch in the show apple notes. Pie. Me- med- medical Medium's apple pie. We also made his pumpkin pie as well. They're and those both were so, so good. good. Highly recommend those. And even if you're a meat eater, you will like those. If you're like a dairy eater, you will love those. So I will share everything. Those are my tips. But Sam had some great ones for um, people if you're trying to go to someone's house. That's yeah, good. the stress of it, yeah. I should say. Preparing. So we're going to, last thing we're going to finish off with are five staple pieces to have in your closet. And it can be, this is kind of like year round, but more, I guess, more winter focused. But number one would be Spanx leggings. Those are number one on our list. They suck you in. They go with literally everything. You can dress them up with boots or um, high-heeled booties or stuff like that. Or you can dress them down with sneakers, tennis shoes. I mean, sneakers and tennis shoes are the same thing. I was thinking sneakers and slip-ons and mules at the same time. Um, You can do denim jackets with them. You can do a regular jacket with them. You can do a sweatshirt with them, T-shirt, anything you can name it a tunic, anything. And they're versatile. They have ones that are, there's the faux leather, the classic ones. Then they have the quilted faux leather. They have the patent ones. They have camo ones. They have like so many styles. We usually wear extra small petite in those. And I, I know some of you guys forgot to order over the holidays, the petite size. And you guys asked me, how do I get them to fit right? Cause they don't look right. They're too long. Do I get them hemmed? And I'm like, you can get them hemmed, but you guys forgot to get the petite sizing. So petite sizing, if you guys are five, four and under, we're five, one. So definitely get the petite sizing. If you're taller, just get the regular. Um, but they, 
I so we do extra small petite, but I'm kind of in between sizes. I can do the small petite as well. But the extra small, I would say, fits a little bit better on me, but the waist is looser on the small, obviously. So next up is a white t-shirt. You can do a long sleeve and a short sleeve depending on the temperature. But like I said, you can even put that with the Sphinx leggings. It's never bad. You can wear it with jean shorts. You can wear them with jeans. You can wear it with literally a skirt, anything. It's, it's so versatile. Everyone needs a good white t-shirt. And then next up are basic pair of jeans. These could be ripped or regular, but if you're looking to only invest in one pair, I would just do without rips so that you can wear them to work if you guys are back in the office or somewhere that's a little bit more dressy, you don't want to wear like holes in your jeans. So I would recommend just getting um, a solid pair without rips and they have great petite ones on Express and Abercrombie if you guys are petite like us or Nordstrom carries a lot of great jeans. I'm trying to think where else. You know, my mom has good jeans. Those are the ones that we Yeah, have. I mean, like, American Eagle has them, but they're probably a lot with holes. So those are our two, like, three main stores. And then a moto jacket, um, great ones. You could do a suede one. You could do a faux leather one. You could do a leather one. Blank NYC has amazing jackets that we like. And then so does um, BB Dakota. They have a faux leather one that we love. But they look great with jeans, leggings, pants, and it just, like, adds a little accessory, and it keeps you warm, too. And then I said denim shorts earlier, but that's my number five. Um, I love the ones by Abercrombie. Um, a Gold makes a, p- a little pricier of a pair, but they're really good. And then um, Nordstrom carries some good pairs as well. So those are my five staples. Must-haves. Okay, so we're finishing off with our favorites for the week. They're going to be our favorite earrings. I'm going to share mine first because I had – shared these a couple days ago in my stories. I did a style set with Dana Rebecca and she is, she has the most beautiful dainty jewelry, necklaces, earrings, rings, bracelets, so many cute things. And my style set for the earrings, if you have a double piercing, these are great for you. And if you don't, you can just get one of the earrings. But my style set had the, the two earrings are the Poppy Ray Diamond Pebble Huggies. Those are like diamond gold huggies and they're so pretty and dainty. They come in the white gold and the rose gold as well. And then I layered them with the Poppy Ray Pebble Hoops. They're kind of like gold beaded hoops, like a tighter hoop, not a big hoop, but like almost like a huggy hoop. And I layered those together. And then I have three piercings on one ear, which I added like a couple months ago. And I did their V stud earring. And you can also do that one in a double. You can get them as your double piercing or just wear it, you know, as your first hole. But my bundle is on their live on their website. I'll share the link for you guys in the show notes. They are a little pricey because they are real gold and diamond. So but with when it with that you get them to last for years. I mean they won't be changing colors or anything like that. So um, I will share the link for you guys. Like I said, they're discounted a little bit because they come in a bundle, and they're just a fun little set. Of course, you can get them individually as well. So those are my favorites, and Sam can share hers. So since Alexis kind of talked about studs, I thought I'd talk about more like statement earrings and um, more hanging earrings that are great. So Lisey Lurch makes some really great earrings because all of her earrings are super lightweight, so they won't wear down your ears, which I love. Also, Kendra Scott, she's been making tons of lightweight earrings that I shared a couple weeks ago in my stories, but I love that because no one wants to wear earrings that are going to weigh down your holes. That's like 
so a couple years ago when I would just probably destroyed my my holes. They're all stretched out. And then another pair are another brand is Balabar. They have really great um, statement earrings and kind of hoops and huggies as well at an affordable price. So that is all for our, our favorites and our episode today. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. We would really appreciate it. And if you guys have anything you guys want us to talk about, anything you want to hear, any special guests you always want us to have, please let us know. Send us a message on Instagram at alexis.bellbell or at Samantha Bellbell. Or you can send us an email to doubledoseblog at gmail.com. And we would love to hear from you guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and we'll talk to you soon.